Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend, Shanae? Really? <laughs> what? I had a boring weekend. Oh, really? Why yep. was it boring? Because I just did. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. I had a splendid weekend. Okay. <laughs> so, guys, our podcast anniversary party was yesterday. Thank you to all of our listeners well, that came out. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Just depending on when people listen. Yeah, it was this past Saturday. Um, we had a lot of fun, but a lot of work did go into it. So I just wanted to say thank you again to everyone that came out. Thank you to our sponsors, Hardware Strategies, Beauty Plus, and One Love, One, one Earth. Love, one Earth. Um, thank you guys so much for sponsoring us and giving us your products for our gift bags. Um, and guys, reach out to them, you know, because we gave you a sample of all their stuff. So, you know, reach out to them to get more if you enjoyed those products. So at our event, we had a question um, on the table. So we had some of our guests anonymously answer. So the question was, if an engagement ended, do you have to give the ring back? So do you want to read some of our answers? Okay. If it's your fault, yes, I agree. Okay. Um, yes, return the ring. I gotta fuck no, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally reading them. <laughs> um, return that shit. What you holding on to it for? Oh my god, okay. I'm literally. They, these are aggressive. I am reading them just how they wrote them. <laughs> Yes, I do believe that returning the ring will mean there isn't a tie there and letting go of what was. Okay. We got a yes, you should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> I think they left their IG out. Outcast. O. O W T Q A S T two three. Okay. Says, yeah, nigga. Okay. And we got one. Absolutely, the ring is a symbol of the love between you two. If that love is no longer present, the ring should the ring should be returned. And she did her at, na- at name. I'm thinking it's a girl. I'm not sure. At Freak of Nature. So, F-R-E-A-Q. Oh, really? Yeah. That was a girl. That's a guy. Freak of Nature for a guy? That's a Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... Okay. <laughs> so, Shanae, what do you think? I think it depends on whose fault it is. So, if it's the guy's fault, then she should keep it. Yep. And if it's the girl's fault, then she should give it back. Yep. I think that, and it depends on who's working out with who. Hmm. It's double layer. Mm-hmm. If I end the engagement, I'm not going to keep the ring. Right. And if he ends it, that's my parting gift. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I personally think that's what I think. If I ended my engagement, I would give the ring back. If I mm-hmm. said I can't do this, okay. If he was like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Okay, I'm sorry, I can't return this. <laughs> so if you keep it, what do you do with it? Do you just like actually keep the ring? or do I you probably like... would pawn it. Mm-hmm. I want the money. Right. right. I'm not going to keep it. I don't need the ring. Right. I would just sell it. Right. I feel like the cash is my parting gift. <laughs> Right. So, my thoughts is, like, you know how sometimes people have payments on rings. So, 
me just being me, if they're still making payments on it, just take the ring back. I don't want you to still be making payments on something that you don't even have. So just keep the ring and you can take it back, whatever. But if it's like paid in full, then I'm going to keep it. But um, I'm not going to like actually keep the ring. I'm going to pawn it. Like you said, I'll just so get the money. So you're considerate if they haven't paid for it. Yeah, I'm not going to make him keep making payments on it. But if it. he paid for it, whatever. Yeah. Because what's the difference? To me, I don't want him to continually have to every month for who knows how long pay, making payments on this ring. Like, but he already, if he already paid in full, he took a chunk out of his savings or he yeah, did whatever. Yeah. What is the difference? The money was paid either or. Yes, but you're, you one was paid up front and one you're continually paying it month by month. I just wouldn't want to do that to somebody plus interest. I wouldn't want to do that to somebody. But and if he paid it, so what? Yeah, I'll just that keep just it. That sounds weird. Well, that's how I would go about it. That's it depends on whether or not he paid for it or not. In full. Paid in full, yeah. Because I, I just, just wouldn't want to make somebody continue to pay for something when it's over. Like that's so if you that's put, a burden, right? So if you pay twenty thousand, so what? You pay for it. But if you finance twenty thousand, I'm sorry, I'm gonna give it back. Right, because financing twenty thousand, you really gonna end up paying like thirty. So that's just still <laughs> either or you're taking. I just I think it's weird that it depends how if he paid for it in full yet. Well, that's the way I would go about it. But I do know some people that have like kept the actual ring, which I'm like, well, what do you like? Or you can melt down into something else. That'd yeah. be another option as well. Yeah, I make it earrings or a necklace. Mm. Or a bracelet. I, I wouldn't want to do that. Well, I guess it also depends on who's ending it. Because, like, if it's ending on bad terms, I have no desire to, like, keep it in my presence or even keep it melted down in my presence. I'll pass on that. So, that's just my thoughts. But, guys, we also had, you know, our regular questions. Wait! You're rushing me. I didn't give my thoughts about the event. Oh, okay. Sheesh! Uh, we already got past the event and went to. I never said anything. You just said thank you to our sponsors. Da, 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 da. I never said anything. Okay. You know. I asked you how your weekend was. That's how I started the show. I know, but I thought that was dumb because you knew what the weekend was. I just felt like, why? Well, that you? was me asking for your thoughts on the event. I just wish you would have said, our parties again. What did you think, Shanae? Okay. We're splitting hairs here. Ignore us. <laughs> um. I had a great time. I was Liddy Beyond. Uh, and if you were there, you'd know that. Uh-huh. I just want to, once again, we thank our sponsors and everyone who participated and contributed. Yes. Like my aunt made the cake and cupcakes mm-hmm. and people devoured that. Yeah. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Our DJ, he was awesome. Yes. So, and I just think it was such a fun time. I felt like I was a little emotional. It was so lovely to see people come out and just genuinely support us and want us to do well. Mm-hmm. We even got cards. Where are all those cards, by the way? They're right here. <laughs> we should read those. I don't know if we want to read them on air. I was about to say. It's something crazy. <laughs> yeah. But we want to read those. <laughs> and, you know, we got flowers. And it was just so much love. And I really appreciated the support. I was really touched by it. Mm-hmm. And for me, at that event, Seeing who really showed up for me, it just put it more in, just in my face, how much you should just focus on the people who show up for you. I think it's very easy to focus on the opposite. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, I want to give my attention to the people 
who took time out of their day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had people from out of town. Yeah, who people drove in, flew in specifically yeah. for this. People missing other things yeah. to come out. That yeah. means so much to me. Yeah. And that's something that won't be forgotten. Exactly. And I will want to say this. I have some of my heart I need to get out. Okay, testify. Thank you, sister. <laughs> you know, as you plan an event like this, where we were dealing with various vendors businesses i have to say some of the services we received Mm -hmm. or deals that we try to get done really left a bad taste in my mouth Mm -hmm. and so i just want to say this when you run a business Mm -hmm. or you have some type of location venue whatever i think it's just always important to be professional ethical and transparent in what you offer people Mm -hmm. and um also having that when you sign on for something when you take on a commitment Mm -hmm. i and i feel like that's people even if you don't have a business you know staying true to your word yeah being ethical that's part of being transparent i just think that's good things to have but especially in business Mm -hmm. um one thing we did try to do with this specifically is support black business and small and small businesses yeah and I won't know. I won't stop that because of some of the bumps we dealt with. Dealt with. Yeah. But I will say, especially for small businesses, it's really important to have good customer service yeah. when you're getting up and start because bad reviews and comments go way farther mm-hmm. than good ones. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna also say with people dealing with businesses or venues or whatever. Take them for what they are. When mm-hmm. they show you your hand, don't keep moving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't ignore the red flags. I feel like we ignored some and we should have just rolled for with it. For multiple people. For multiple people. <laughs> but for us, I think it was us trying to be considerate. Because like, we are both, we understand yeah. the small business struggles. The yeah. small business, um, like just getting off the ground. So, ground. so we tried to be understanding mm-hmm. for all of these people. And I think at the end of the day, that kind of bit us in the butt. It is. And so it's just something I learned. Yeah. You could be nice, but you got to it's Draw business is business. Yeah. And you could be nice, but business is business. Mm-hmm. And everyone's not going to be happy at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's cool, but I just had to put that out there. Mm-hmm. It was on my heart. <laughs> but outside of that, I had fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was so my great. Feet hurt. My everything hurts. <laughs> then we went out after. Yeah. <sighs> That was fun. <laughs> and I woke up like, oh, God. Okay. I, I've been in recovery mode all day, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my body is still tired. I'm going to sleep very well tonight. I'm going to watch Insecure and then fall asleep. My feet hurt. Didn't yeah. you get up this morning like you first oh, got yeah. up? Like, ah, my feet were ah, killing me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then my stupid self, I got home last night because it was after midnight. And I'm like, okay, power. I turned power on. And I saw all of two minutes. I don't even know what made you think you was really going to watch that. And when I woke up, the episode was ending. But I will say, I did that. I've been trying to watch this one episode of Housewives of Orange County three mm-hmm. different times. <laughs> and every time I fall asleep on the same part, mm-hmm. I tried it last night again. <laughs> I made it a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Still fell asleep and on see, it. see, what I really hate how I do that. On demand for the shows that you can't fast forward or rewind because then you, you gotta, gotta sit through it all. I again. know. I'm like, oh, why do you I keep know, doing know, this know, to yourself? So I definitely get that, but it was a great weekend. Yeah, I feel like I had a very 
busy month of August. Yeah. Even outside of this party, mm-hmm. just had a lot going on. Yeah. So I'm glad that this is kind of like the final check. Um, she's scheduling a spa visit. I'm going to the spa next week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I need I a massage. Going. I want a facial. <laughs> I want extra attention to my lower back and my feet. They're barking right now. <laughs> but I'm happy to like settle down a little bit. Yeah. And. And start brainstorming for next year. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to plan early. Yes, very early. But those are my thoughts. Yes. Now. Actually, um, so let's go ahead and talk about power since we were just talking about TV. So you watched the episode. I'm confused. I thought we was doing the question. I know. I said let's just talk about power since we were just talking about TV. Right. So what are your thoughts on the episode? Um, I mean... I was annoyed, frankly. Mm-hmm. If he was gonna kill a child, <laughs> they know who they needed to take out. I think everyone would have been right. too happy with that. You know who you needed to take out. I also thought Raina was dumb all the way up to the end, my G. Cause it's like honestly, you walk up. I know who you are, Ray Ray. Leave my brother alone. My right. dad's gonna kill you. Really? Like and clearly, my- the street don't run in her blood. Okay, even Tyreek, I mean, he got a little shook, but he still can, it's mm-hmm. like, dang it, Raina. But my thing is, like, Raina, didn't he, like, he just told you not to say nothing to your parents. Why would you go and say something to somebody else that you don't even know that well? Like, shut up. <laughs> so, I mean, she kind of set herself up for that, but I was, I, like, I saw it coming once she went outside, but I didn't see it coming. Like, I didn't think they was going to write her off. I've been saying this whole time, I thought that. The children will get written off the show just because they was going to go to that school far away. But then in the episode when they were saying that she didn't get in and Tyree did, I'm like, oh, well, I guess she not getting rid of the show. But <laughs> little did I know that she was about to die. <laughs> so And I don't know what's about to happen because my mother told me I don't think she realized how far the series was. <laughs> she doesn't watch Power, but like she must have saw a she spoiler. saw some of it on like Facebook when yeah. they linked the episodes. Yeah. So I don't know what's about to happen in the next episode. <laughs> Well, some of it, and all I have to say is, I was about to say, please don't spoil it. <laughs> don't spoil it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Why well, this? I don't know this for a fact. I'm gonna just give a hypothesis because I don't know everything. I was about to say, please. All I'm gonna say is, I don't think you're going to that school. Okay. And I don't like. Once again, she told me one element of it, and I was like, Yeah, I don't see him going to school. So. We'll see how that turns oh, out. God. Don't tell me you're excited for next week. That no, it doesn't. Why not? I don't like spoilers. That wasn't a spoiler. I, I know. think he's going to the school. Okay. But I never thought he was going to go anyway. I still think he's going to go. No. I just think that next season, that's he's going to be away at school all, all the most of the season. That's what I think is going to happen. But I think it will be interesting now because now the family's going to be grieving and dealing with all of that. So I think. Next season is going to be all of the grieving and dealing with losing a child. So, I think that'll be even more reason why they do send him away to school, maybe. Because he needs to start fresh somewhere. So, that's what I think. <laughs> so. Yeah, I ain't going to say that else because I know too much. Insecure. Last week. Um, I think the highlight of the episode, for me anyways, what most people was talking about was the situation with Molly and Dro. Yeah. Um, and him being in an open relationship and her kind of trying to figure out 
what she's gonna do, not she's being gonna sleep with him, comfortable I mean, in the situation. On. I think she will too. It's Molly. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means exactly what I just said. It's Molly. She's gonna sleep with him mm-hmm. eventually. I think she will. It don't I take think. that much for her. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't mean no harm. It doesn't take much for her to go on and. You know, do her thing. Mm-hmm. It just that's factual. Mm-hmm. Take it how you want to take it. <laughs> She's going to sleep with him. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. And then Lawrence had a threesome of sorts with the. It was a white girl and an Asian girl that he Pretty met. Sad threesome. <laughs> that's what I said of sorts. Um, that when he got pulled over, he like dropped his credit card or whatever. Um, and so they paid for his drinks, and then he went to hang out with them instead of hanging out with his friends. Ended up having a threesome. Well, my thing is, they weren't even cute. I, yeah. I didn't think they were, like, really cute girls Me to be either. like, what are you guys? He just to, got caught up. To, to, I just felt like, I, if I was Lawrence, I feel like they would have been cuter girls at the party. Yeah. Than just them two saying, where are you going? Like, they just. <laughs> if anything, I would have been like, come to the party. I right. I wouldn't have gone to their place. Like, no. To me, they weren't, like. That sounds bad, but they weren't like that that cute where I was like, yeah, let me just go hang out with these two <laughs> random girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the Molly, I feel like this isn't a healthy situation for her. Mm-hmm. It's already bad enough that she stopped therapy. I know. I, I need her to go back to therapy. And she didn't, you know, she didn't really reap the benefits of that. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think you have to be in a certain place mentally mm-hmm. to be in some sort of situation like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And definitely. I know, like myself, I don't share. Mm-hmm. So I could never do that. Yeah, I'm not secure enough with myself to be in a situation like that. I, I don't <laughs> want to share. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. What's mine is mine. <laughs> what I'm hopping on, I need to be the only one hopping on. Okay? <laughs> I don't. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Whatever floats your boat, though. <laughs> and then Issa was, like, trying to be flirty. She had met the guy from, um, was it Tinder? She, I think it was on Tinder. Um, but she just seemed to me, like, so awkward because she was trying to force her flirtation. Flirt, flirt, flirtation I mean, all Issa night. looked like me, honestly, for <laughs> Related to her on a very deep level. <laughs> I'm really awkward. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's me. That's me when I try. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't, by the way. And then she ran into, um, what's his name? The guy that she cheated with. The guy you are? Well, there. so there's this insecure <laughs> test going around. It's actually two of them going around. But we took one. Shanae got, who'd you get? Issa. Issa. And I got this guy. I forgot his name. Come on, Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Um, I got Daniel. Um, I don't think the description matched me, but um, so he's at the party. Issa ran into Daniel and like apologized for how the situation turned out. They're gonna end up canoodling. I think so too. Just because of how they were in that little um, restaurant where she like went over to sit next to him. Well, she had reason to. (laughs) Well, yeah, she needed to escape, but she was sitting with. But, um, so, yeah. That's so, like, so I, I was about to say, how would she do that? That's so foul. And then I was like, I probably shouldn't say anything. Do what? Your finger. Oh, your the, her friend. What's her name? Kelly. Like, your friend's right there. And you're getting your jollies off. And then I thought, you should be quiet, Shanae. That's <laughs> why I'm going to leave it. <laughs> I ain't going to say nothing yeah. more. Really was judging her. But I've been Issa. That's what. See, I, I told y'all I was Issa. 
I, I was watching it like, girl, she foul. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> While you may not have been in a restaurant, <laughs> you have made your friends be in some uncomfortable situations, I am sure. I had mm-hmm. to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. I had to take a step back and be like, you are her on some level. You gotta chill out. <laughs> I've definitely been been in Issa's situation, except she had someone to go escape and sit next to. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> but I don't know. So I think, like tonight, I think Molly's gonna sleep with the drug guy. I think Issa's gonna sleep with Daniel. I don't know what Lawrence is gonna do, but I do think Lawrence is starting to get ready to have a conversation with Issa about what happened. Cause like after the threesome, he like pulled up to her house and was just sitting outside. And it was kind of like... Because he, he still loves her. Yeah, like, he was like missing her. And he I think he realized how empty the threesome was for him. And so he just went over there and then left. I don't believe... You know how they say you get over someone, you get under someone? Yeah, You no. can't bang your feelings away. Agreed. I don't care what no one says. Yeah, no. And that's all he's doing. And that was all, frankly, Issa's trying to do. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to like find somebody else to help them. Just feel it. Mm-hmm. I think it's easier to just feel it than to fight it. Yeah. Just feel it. Yeah. And it's waves. Some days you're cool, some days you're not. On the days you're not, just let it come out and mm-hmm. let it pass. Instead of trying to shove it in a closet or bang someone and be like, yeah, I'm good. Because you're not good. It's then, fine. Then going through this process, you may end up hurting all these other people. And so it's like, it's not fair to them. Because you were trying to deal with your emotions by taking it out on other people. Hurt people. Hurt people. They sure do. Okay. So, we shall see how that turns out tonight. Um, um, after the next Insecure episode. Okay. So, our question of the week was, would you rather have a short in your headphones or have a short in your charger? Ooh. So, Misha Girl said headphones. Thumbelina said headphones. Frenching Frog said headphones. I don't have time to be playing MacGyver to get my phone to charge. L underscore R underscore B said shorten my charger. I can always borrow one at work, but I need my headphones to tune people out. Um, Miss Megan Man said headphones. I don't listen to things enough in arenas where I would need them. Reese P said headphones. Underscore Black Throne said charger. It's easier to find a cheap charger somewhere, but riding the train back and forth, I need my headphones. And those aren't as easily replaced. My phone could be dead and I'll still have them bad boys on. Ginger and Champagne said definitely headphones. I can go longer without headphones than a charger. Africa Wilkins said charger hands down. 10% on an iPhone could last me a good two hours with limited activity. I need my headphones to tune people out, especially on the metro. Spoiler country said headphones. Beloved dot in dot unbowed said headphones. Been there with the short and charger. Worst thing in the world. And plus, the life of your phone depends on the charger. I can live without headphones. Ryan M. Stowe said headphones. Cell phone chargers with the shorts in them stress me the F out. I'm constantly getting a touch of anxiety i'm i'm sorry i'm honestly getting a touch of anxiety just thinking about a scenario in which i was somewhere with a malfunctioning charger nope not gonna do it it's a no for me dog so shanae which one would you choose um the charger 
Why? Because I always carry multiple ones around. So mm-hmm. it's not the short. I'm always prepared. Right. I would choose the short charger just because, like, five days of the week I'm at work and I listen to podcasts all day. And so I have had a day where I, like, left my headphones in my car or forgot them at home. And I was miserable. So it's like, I don't, while I'm at work, I don't really touch my phone. Um, so I would just need my headphones. I can, if I have a short my charger, I will sit it the certain way to make it charge and just Same. I'm leave like, it I'll there. figure it out. <laughs> and leave it there I've all used, day. Um, I've used paper clips, rubber bands. <laughs> I'll make it work. Right. I can't do it without my headphones. Right. I need, 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 need my headphones. Right. I've forgotten my work and I went out and bought some. <laughs> And that's why I be wishing. I'm like, I wish my um office building had like a little convenience store I can get snacks, headphones, like stuff like that. Because I would definitely, if I ever forgot my headphones, go buy some without question. Yeah, I went to, I walked to CVS. Mm-hmm. I was like, y'all have headphones? <laughs> because I can't, like, I just couldn't have gotten through the day. Right. Plus, I do be on the metro. Mm-hmm. I don't like having to hear people breathe. <laughs> So, I just need them. Right. Okay. Well, guys, as always, thank you for answering our questions. We post them um, during the week. So, as always, you can answer our questions. Um, we usually post it on Thursday. If you want to send in questions, suggestions, just email them to us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. I'm so showing Sydney a meme. They said Raina looked like a potato. <sighs> I'm I feel so, so sick bad of because that's that girl's real face, and people be coming at her face, and I feel so bad for Nothing's her. Nothing's wrong with her face. I know, but so many people like because people use the filter and be like, "I'm Raina on um, Snapchat. I be feeling so bad. But she's also a rapper. I saw a video of her um, last week rapping at some like outdoor festival. So it's interesting that just to go back for a second, that a lot most of the people in power have musical careers outside of just power. And that's why a lot of people compare it to um, uh, Empire, even though to me it's nothing like Empire. It's really not. I don't. Know. I just feel like the one thing I don't like sometimes is black people. Mm-hmm. I know we don't always get a lot. Yeah. But it's like, why do we already compare? Let it just flow. Yeah. Let you know it know be what I mean? what it is. Because you put it in energy. Oh, it's the same. Oh, it's the same. Then maybe writers and stuff feel like. I don't know. I feel like we don't have as much opportunity. We don't get as much opportunity. I'm trying to figure out how to say it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we always pairing something together. Mm -hmm. They're just a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like even with movies, they all the same thing. That's how they be for white movies. (laughs) Like those romantic comedies. It's all the same too, but y'all don't say that for theirs. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, we're never (laughs) satisfied sometimes. That's true. That's true. So... Thank you guys for answering our question. So our topic for today is um, toxic relationships. Um, so we're going to kind of go over some of the warning signs of toxic relationships, how we may have dealt with or have ha- or would handle some of them in relationships that we've encountered. So- I'm sorry. Let me tell you something. My weave itches so bad. I was because she was over here banging it, and I'm like, I hope. I hope y'all don't it. hear that. If y'all heard banging in early, that is me patting <laughs> the frick out of my weave. I don't I know. It's it. just like this one area. 
And shout out to Nicole, my stylist. Because <laughs> she do my weave so tight, I can't even get a finger in right now. And this weave is like two weeks old. I still can't get a finger in. She did it so tight. Lord. I've been using bobby pins, forks. I am literally... <laughs> I just need to get I wonder a if anyone has like in. mistakenly stabbed themselves trying to get something in there to scratch. Ooh. Yeah, I always wondered that. What are you using to stab you? Like a fork? It could be Well, sharp. I use a disposable fork. I don't use like a real fork. Oh, okay. <laughs> I always wonder. I have. Because people just grab at any old thing. But I have broken a piece of fork, disposable fork off mm-hmm. in my head. Oh. And I couldn't find it. Oh, my God. And we just had to sit there until I took it out like a month later. <laughs> and you're like, oh, here's the mm-hmm. little piece from that fort. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I couldn't, I couldn't find it. Lord. So, sorry. <laughs> moving on. So, um, I found this article. is Seven Warning Signs of Potentially Toxic Relationships. It's from psychologytoday.com. So, excuse me. So, the first one is called... I'm sorry. I thought I was going to belch. I'm sorry. I'm tired. We partied hard yesterday. So, seven warning signs and their early warning signs in toxic relationships. Wait, I'm start off. Is you okay? So, the first just, just warning sign is... It's two different things. Okay. And that's why I got confused. Okay. So... They have this idea of the bait and switch. Okay. So I want to start off with that. Okay. And so they said examples of the bait and switch technique in relationships includes those individuals are needy. And when helped by unsuspecting others, they are so ridiculously grateful or appreciative that they overwhelm you with gratitude to the point where it becomes uncomfortable. And I thought that was interesting. That's actually happening before. I'll be like, okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. I'm like, all right, you can stop. Thank you. I know, but they're saying that that's a sign of toxic. Because they're saying toxic people tend to do what they can to woo friends or partners. Mm -hmm. So that's that that gratitude thing came in. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. Hmm. Saying that toxic people may use their faults or shortcomings as bait. To win people over. Oh. And you may not realize how deep you're into an unhealthy relationship. Until, until the toxicity is getting in the way of normal behavior or feelings. Understood. So my thought was like, how would you know the difference between someone just being, just giving gratitude. Mm-hmm. Or someone possibly being toxic and is doing what they're saying. That bait and switch and going like overboard. Yeah. I, I had no idea how to know until it's too late because at that point it's like what I'm thinking is the only way that I would know to even get out of that is like if it's taking over too much of y'all friendship, relationship, whatever, that's when it's like, all right, it's time for me to bounce. But I guess at that point is the too late point. <laughs> so it's like trying to get out of it before that and knowing when it's like, all right, this person is just has too many issues for me to handle or not even too many issues. They are just too overly extra um for me to be in a relationship or friendship with them so i don't know how to know until it's too late to be honest um i think it can be hard with that example that they given Mm -hmm. but for me i i'm I'm go by my gut my instinct so from up front even if a person is really nice if i don't feel it genuine if i don't feel a vibe Mm -hmm. i'll always keep myself at a distance Mm -hmm. not being rude but 
I just don't get that deep because something is in me. It's like, no, don't. And to, right. not even typically. And 100% of the time I've been right mm-hmm. when I've gotten those feelings. Mm-hmm. So that's how I can determine just overall how I deal. And the times where I've gotten played mm-hmm. it's like are times when I ignored gut. my gut and what mm-hmm. my body was telling me. Mm-hmm. When I'm like, no, it's all right. And then it's like, no, your gut told you. It it would it wasn't right. Something right. about it wasn't right. right. So I thought that was interesting. So then they have warning signs. Mm-hmm. Um, early warning signs of potentially toxic friendships, relationships include. So number one, they say new acquaintances or potential love interests who seem to be claiming too too much of your time or sharing too much personal information too soon, which I think is yep. Yeah, because the personal information thing is like definitely something I've experienced. Because it, to me, it seems like they're trying to put too much of their themselves and too much of their problems or whatever on you. And it's like, all right, hold up, rein it back a little bit because it's like to me, it's like overwhelming. And I think that's a bad sign if that's happening. You know, way too early for it to be, you know, serious and for you to be overwhelmed by somebody. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't take it as being overwhelmed, but I just take it like, you don't know me. <laughs> Why do you feel comfortable saying such personal things? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I do think I'm an open person. Yeah. But like, honestly, you would really have to know me to really get the nooks and crannies of who I am mm-hmm. or issues I'm really going through. Mm-hmm. So there's a level, I think there's a difference between being open and being like, like, I'm not your therapist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially when you first meet someone. I just think it's always awkward when you first meet someone to be like telling. T- it's like you don't even know the person mm-hmm. for your own comfort, mm-hmm. for your own protection. Right. You shouldn't want to put all of that out Put there. everything out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then when it talked about a new acquaintance or someone uh, claiming too much of your time, I think that's true. I know sometimes, and I've talked to friends about this. You know, I'll be like, when you first date someone, I don't think you need to be up each other's tush all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's weird. I think mm-hmm. when you're having someone in your life, you already changing your life to be all up in them. Right. It's starting something that usually won't end well. Yeah. You're, you're bringing someone into your space. Yeah. So while you're a lot time for them, they shouldn't get every waking moment of your time. Right. And I think it's also important... To, like, if you're going to spend time with friends as a couple, spend time with his friends and spend time with your friends. Don't just always go wherever the other person wants to go because then it's not fair to your friends or your family or your time because you're just always spending it doing whatever they want to do. And you kind of end up resenting them in the end. And a side note, like, for friends who have uh, significant other spouses, Mm -hmm. you don't always have to bring them around. Yeah. Like, sometimes (laughs) it's like... <laughs> it's you know, still good to have just friend time, and if it, because I'm not friends with him mm-hmm. or her, mm-hmm. I'm cool. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> even even if I was, married, I was about to say, and even if you are friends with them, it's still important to have just that. Like if your best friend, you just want to hang out with them. It's still important to have that just time with y'all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even if I was married, that wouldn't change. Mm-hmm. Cause you'd be like, would change when you're married? No, it doesn't. <laughs> not for me. It does not. Mm-hmm. Individuality is important to me, even in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And even if I was married, we don't do everything together yeah. all the time. Right. I don't think that's healthy. <laughs> um, number two, people, 
people who only call you when something is wrong in their lives. I had to pause on that. I'm going to repeat that. (laughs) People who call you only when something is wrong in their lives. And we've... Well, I've definitely had a couple of friends like this, and I'm and I call them out on it usually. I'd be like, "Yo, you only call me, text me, hit me up when something is wrong." So, of course, I'm gonna think your life is the f terrible because I don't hear nothing good about it. So it's like you need to speak to me outside of those times when it's just regular life, when you don't think there's necessarily anything that's good or bad, but just how was your day? Like, are you, do you care about my life at all? Because all you're doing is bringing all your negativity to me every time we speak. That's how I feel. Because it's like, if I only hear from you mm-hmm. when you're going through something. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not a friendship. And that's a therapy. <laughs> and then I'm going to charge you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I shouldn't only hear from you when something's going wrong in your life. Mm-hmm. I never hear from you. Just, just what's going on with you? This was going on with me. How you doing? I don't. We don't hang out like that. Yeah. But I, I hear about you when, you know, your car broke down or your relationships in the pits mm-hmm. or whatever bad you're homeless thing. or whatever. <laughs> homeless. <laughs> so I definitely think that that is a warning sign. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the best way to handle it is to definitely say something, mm-hmm. and you can. Um, and I think sometimes as much as I'm like, you can soften your approach and make things lighthearted. Sometimes you don't need to. And mm-hmm. sometimes we don't need an LOL. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to say it and let people take it. Yeah. Cause when you joke about it, they don't take it seriously. So mm-hmm. seriously be like, why do I only hear from you when it's something bad? When something's going on with you. Yeah. Call them out. Yeah. That's all I have done in the past. Number three. <laughs> People who take control of planning outings and get-togethers without respect for your own interests. I thought that was funny because, like, I typically don't want to. Mm-hmm. So I want someone to just do <laughs> Which, I mean, in, in that case, it works. But I think it's, like, always good to be considerate of other people's time, preferences, all that. Because, for example, among our friends, I'm, like, I always plan by force the outings, the events, the trips, whatever. Um, but you know, in doing that, I'm still like asking, okay, what's a good weekend for Mm y'all? What's a good time for y'all? What's a good location for y'all? Like, even though I'm the one planning it, I'm going to still make sure that I'm being considerate of everyone else because I want everybody to be there. I want everybody to enjoy themselves and I want everybody to be happy at the end of the day. That's the reason that I'm doing it. So when people do it and just, they be like, oh, Wednesday, this time be there, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you didn't ask me if I was busy. And so then you were going to have only a couple people there and you're going to be upset that nobody came. But it's like you have to be considerate of other people's lives because their life don't revolve around you and your plans. True that. Um, Number four, people who consistently monopolize conversations or only want to discuss their own lives and experiences without giving you time to share your perspective perspectives or feelings Mm -hmm. so i feel like i feel two things i feel like um the way to combat this up front is to call them out again Mm -hmm. but i also feel like it depends on what you're talking about because like like an inventing section Mm -hmm. session is not about you yeah no but in normal conversation friend and friend lover lover it should be an exchange yeah absolutely so i definitely i agree it's like understand when it's a venting session and when it's a regular conversation or a debate or whatever like you have to be able to discern the difference 
because um, in a regular conversation, both opinions, both sides, both experiences should be able to be heard without one person just be like, no, 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 and like putting everything that they feel and that they think is right and taking over the conversation because that's just not fair to whoever's in the conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. And that goes for relationships, group conversations, all of that. Like, if one person tries to take over, it's not conducive to anything. Do you feel like you've dealt with that? Oh, yeah. And it's annoying. And, like, sometimes I'll be like, I'm just not going to talk to that person anymore because they don't listen. They, one, either don't listen to what I'm saying, two, don't try to understand what I'm saying, or three, just don't give a crap. And I'm like, all right, well, then what's the point of me talking to you? I will just converse with somebody else. Um, we can just skip over our conversations. Like, <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> so, um, number five, people who complain that you are not available enough or active enough or understanding enough. When a friend raises too many complaints about your shortcomings, make sure that relationship is short-lived. So, I thought that was interesting. Because mm-hmm. especially when we like, call them out. And I also think that number five can be kind of split up. I think it's like know, two like, different things. So like the first part of it is like people that complain that you're not available, active, or understanding enough. I think that like the whole availability thing, everyone has different goals. So sometimes if I'm grinding because I'm working on something, I'm just not going to be available. But the understanding part, sometimes people ain't understanding enough. <laughs> so I don't know if I see the toxicity and saying that someone's not I guess that maybe they think the amount of times they complain but I guess my thought is for me Mm -hmm. if I feel like I have to keep saying it over and over again I'd rather just not be friends so Mm. that's why I said I guess it depends on the person Yeah. so if I feel like I have to keep complaining or making comments about you know you not being available or you not being understanding or being there for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just remove myself because I feel like I, I don't like to keep repeating myself. Yeah. Especially when it comes to my feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't like to keep saying it over and over again. Yeah. So I'm going to just be done. And sometimes that's valid. Like if you don't, un- if you consistently don't understand one another in tone and experience or anything like that, then maybe you don't need to be friends. Like that's a valid point. Because I've actually witnessed that through people and they, like, never understand. They're always arguing. So, it's like, well, why are y'all even friends? Because y'all don't understand each other. Y'all don't have nothing in common. So, it's pointless to be friends to keep going through this. Well, so, I've witnessed it. I've never actually been in it. But I've witnessed it among friends. I feel like when you can't... I think that's partly both of them as an individual. Mm-hmm. They're not listening to each other. Right. And I mean actively listening to each other and having empathy and seeing where each other is coming from. Mm -hmm. You don't have to agree or feel what they feel to say, you know what? I can see why you would feel that way. Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? But that also takes majority in acknowledging things. Right. And then, and then that other one, the second part definitely have experienced that. And it is annoying because it's like, you always complaining about the bad stuff about me. So what, well, I'll be friends. Like, okay, I understand I got bad stuff. You got bad stuff, too. But if someone's consistently pointing it out, then I'm like, all right, I'm tired of dealing with you. Because it's like, I know I got issues, but I don't need you bringing them up every day. <laughs> That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Why? Wow. I don't know. Because I want to be like, who did that? <laughs> you don't have to go into that. No, we don't. Not right um, now. <laughs> Offline. Um, I think for this, your shortcoming, I'm trying to think like, I feel like 
my people don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's funny because like one of the biggest complaints I would get and I have gotten before is like, Shanae, you're so brutal. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Then when I adjust and don't say nothing. Well, now you're being phony because you won't say anything. So when I read this, I'm like, oh, whatever. Like People don't even know what they want. Yeah. You'll complain mm-hmm. that I'm this and then I'll adjust it for you because mm-hmm. you're feeling some type and of you way. you complain about that And too. you complain that I'm not being authentic. Yeah. You don't want me to be authentic. Yeah, you didn't like when I was authentic. who I am. Yeah. You thought it was too brutal. Yeah. That's me, though. Right. And I don't really think I'm brutal, but <laughs> that's people's opinions. Mm-hmm. So I think that's weird because I've dealt with situations where, like, I adjust and it's like, well, I feel like you're not being honest with me. And, da, da, da. and it's like, you kind of didn't really want me to because when I was, I was mean. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely adjust my uh, delivery of it. But yeah. if I don't like it, I don't like it. Right. Or I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong. Right. So I think that's interesting. I also feel like, no, you shouldn't be friends with anyone who wants to point out your shortcomings all the time. I also think as a friend, is it important if your friend don't see some of the ignorant shit they're doing to say something? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think you need to keep saying it. Right. Once again, I don't like repeating myself. Right. I'm going to say it once. Hopefully you acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something you're not doing to me, just acknowledging. You know, sometimes when you do that, people could... If you don't want to take it, you don't got to take it. Right. And then that's what it is. If I feel like I say something, one of these shortcomings somehow affecting me and how our relationship functions. Once right. again, I'm going to say it. Right. Maybe say it one more time. And then mm. I'm going to fade you out. Because I don't like repeating myself. But see, I perceive calling a friend out on something that they do wrong and complaining differently. I feel like complaining isn't trying to help them grow. It's just like, bro, you always do such and such. Like, it complain has that like annoying kind of drag to me where it's like you're not trying to help me grow you just always complaining i think it's different if like you're calling me out and be like yo this you shouldn't do this maybe try that i feel like there's nothing wrong with doing that so i have to give you a suggestion for it to not be complaining because that's the only difference i felt when i when you said the two Mm mm-hmm because no. one was like, you always do this. And I then think the, other the one difference... Because to me, that's also delivery. Yeah. I think the difference is intent. Um, if your intent is just to say how annoying I am, then okay, what's your point? But if your intent is to help me grow, then okay, cool. You know what I mean? So how do you discern what's the intent? I think it is... I think it's discerned in their tone and in their delivery. So if I say it's so annoying when you da 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 da, mm-hmm. would you t- take that as me complaining? If you go- constantly say it, yeah. So my other thought is like with relationships, mm-hmm. and maybe even sometimes with friendships. If I say this is annoying or this bothers me, mm-hmm. do you adjust? Are you giving me a way to, like, what are you saying is annoying or bothers you? Like, is this something that's actually affecting you? Or, like, for example, I'll give an example of something I do that I know annoys you. Like, I'll pop my gum or whatever. And that annoys mad people. But, you know, if, so, if somebody's just like, bro, you always pop your gum and just complain about that. I feel like that's not something that actually affects other people's life. You know what I mean? Whereas if it's something like... Yo, you always cut me off on the highway. Okay, that could actually kill somebody. Like, you need to call that person out on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why are you looking like that? Because I feel like the popping gum thing I don't like. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is, um, granted, I'm not saying you have to change yourself. Right. 
for people because everyone's not gonna like every aspect of you. Right. But like for example, popping your gum, it's not gonna kill you to not pop your gum. Right. You know. So right. that's why I was like, if someone's bringing it up to you like that bothers you, can you chill or like whatever? Mm-hmm. The fact that you'll keep popping your gum, it's like, what is your purpose now? Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> for certain things, like because it's like the same way you say the same way someone can say, "Well, it's not that big of a deal." If it's not that big of a deal, can you quit it? For like at least 10 minutes. <laughs> so you, you don't quit think, it while I'm around you for a moment. So you don't think there's a difference in calling someone out and complaining. You think it's the same thing? I'm like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can't right now. I can't. I, I feel like in the sense of bringing up. I guess my thought is. I don't feel like I. I don't feel like I constantly bring up my friend's shortcomings or whatever mm-hmm. anyway. Right. So that's why it's hard for me to say. Well, what's the difference between complaining and then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't try to, like, bring up people's trash. I don't want my trash brought up. <laughs> Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know that's what you struggle with. I don't got to bring it up. Right. So, um, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. What's the difference between, like, complaining and then, like, being, I'm offering help. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, the popping of the gum, because that does drive me batty. <laughs> There's no really way I can help you to stop. Right. Instead of popping your gum, can you... I don't know. Whistle. Like, I don't no. know. <laughs> That's more annoying. <laughs> don't whistle. Don't whistle at all. <laughs> I don't know. That's like picking apart a small example, but mm-hmm. it's just the thought of like, I'm not sure. I honestly don't really know um, the difference because I, once again, I don't really like repeating myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and if I care about you and you supposedly care about me, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to. I shouldn't have to keep repeating myself. Yeah. Um. So I just fade you out. I think that is an issue for me. I fade people out very quickly. Yeah, because I was about to say the only thing with that is that you also have to realize that sometimes it takes time for people to change. So like, if you told them something and like they didn't immediately change, it takes people time to like be like, oh yeah, I'm not supposed to do that, or oh yeah, I, that bothers you. I give people a grace period. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy, mm-hmm. but I'm at the point now where you'll be phased out, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean I just like you either it's just it's not working for me it's not healthy for me mm-hmm. wish you the best we can still chat every now and then mm-hmm. we can still even hang out and get a drink we're just not on that level anymore okay. um i've always been able to cut people off sometimes too quickly <laughs> mm-hmm. i can admit that mm-hmm. now i do have more patience but like more patience in the sense of giving someone a chance mm-hmm. but when i'm done i'm done and that's not gonna change right and when I'm done, that doesn't mean I spit on your grave. It just means, <laughs> you know, we just, it's not there and I'm not going to force it. Right. Okay. Moving on. The next one was, um, which I hate this one. Number six, people who view as competition in any activity may be further toxic friends or partners, depending on how far they take their the competitive spirit. So to me, I take this as like, I don't like friends who, if someone's like, oh, yeah, I ran a mile today. They're like, yeah, I ran two. What's your point? Right. I don't believe <laughs> people do that mm-hmm. out of, oh, you know, I ran two. You <laughs> could just say, yeah, I ran two. Congrats on your one mile. Right. Not even I ran two miles. As like, well. I ran as awesome. well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I hate people like that. Mm-hmm. It's like. Can someone have a moment or if someone's just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I take that. That's an example I've dealt with where it's like, oh yeah, you know, 
I'm excited. I got an award at work. An award at work. Yeah, I got one last month at work. Can she just have her moment? Yeah. Can we just say congrats? And I, you at know, at least say congrats before you say I got one last month. That's similar to me to like the venting thing, where it's like, yo, let them have their I know, moment. You just gotta let them speak out. <laughs> Sometimes people is like, it's not a battle. Let them have their moment, and that's even with bad stuff like, oh, I got into a car accident. Oh, I got into a car accident and my dog died. Like, it's not a competition, whether it's good or it's bad. <laughs> Let them have their moment. Because at this moment, I'm talking about what I went through. This does not give you a window. Unless your moment that you ever went through is, like, giving a suggestion to help me. I feel me. like, or, and, 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 and even when you do that, that's a delicate dance. You have to yeah. keep it brief. Yes. So, like, Sydney's come to me, and she's like, oh, you know, um, I'm trying to think. My friend really upset me, da, da, da. And I say, I've dealt with something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, have you thought about this? Right. Or, I've dealt with something similar. I tried this. Do you think that would work for you? You When you do stuff like that, you mm-hmm. try to give an example, you have to reflect it back to the person exactly. who's speaking right. quickly. Right. It can't become a long thing. Yeah. Where it's like, well, you know, well, girl, that happened to me, and you know... You know, Chandra did, 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 it needs to be like, I've dealt with something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand why it's hurtful. Do right. you know what I mean? You gotta I, reflect it back to the person. I hate when people be like, oh, this happened to me too. Or, like, I'd be like, okay, so but. That's and that saying, comes across time. rude. No, but, but it's not your time. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not your moment. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah. But I've actually said that sometimes. I'd be like, okay, so but. And I know that sounds rude, but I'm just like, you're not giving me my moments, so and now I'm irritated. <laughs> I've actually said to a friend, like, can you let me talk about me for a minute? Mm-hmm. I got so irritated. I was like, can we just talk Two about seconds. me for a minute right. and just switch it back to you? Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, I'm so sorry. I don't even even realize. And I think sometimes people don't realize they do it. Yeah. And then sometimes do people do know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. So you just have to know who you're dealing with. Right. And once again... You can try to address it mm-hmm. and then phase them out. <laughs> That's phrase of this podcast. Phase them out. <laughs> that should be the title of the show. Phase them out. Okay, and number seven, the last one was people who are people who are not shy about asking to borrow money and are slowly to return. It should be quickly reminded that friendship slash romance and personal banking are two separate functions. Ain't that the truth? So I personally don't like asking people for money yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, I'll always take it from my parents because they're <laughs> my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know like if I take money from someone or they buy something from me, I try to pay them back as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a friend who forgets. So like, I'm not offended if you remind me because I'll pay you back. Right. Cause I don't be trying to get over cause I, I don't like that. Uh-huh. And I hate owing people money, but I legit forget. And then to me, Especially when it's like over fifty dollars, yo, you didn't forget you borrowed four hundred dollars. No, somebody. yeah, you, you didn't yeah, forget, you forget that. that. So it's like, yeah, don't I'm not. Now when I say I forget, it's not like yeah, that. that's it's what I'm like, saying. I forgot to pay Sydney for the crab fees. <laughs> totally forgot. <laughs> Soon she reminded me, like, all right, let's hit it. Right, cash app it. Right. So, but it's like those people that like intentionally mm-hmm. forget, and then because this actually happened to me in undergrad, then you see them going off and doing stuff, and you like. But you owe me money. You're not going to pay me back. <laughs> like, and they're not going off and doing stuff that's 100% necessary. Because like, if you 
prioritize things that are 100% necessary, I understand it. But if you going off buying other clothes and buying outfits and stuff that you didn't necessarily need, and I'm like, but you still owe me money, nigga. Like, <laughs> How much money have you lended? The highest amount of money that you lended to a uh, friend? We not. <laughs> I've lent a pretty, um, a, a good amount of money to people. Like, over 500? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To friends and family, yeah. Well, you know, family is a different ball game. <laughs> like six, seven hundred? No, more than that. <laughs> like a grand? Shanae, we don't have to go into how much money I've lent to we, people. We don't talk about the person. I just never knew. I was just asking how much, what's the highest amount of money you lend it out to a friend? Just it's a pretty penny, but most times like I don't do it if it's gonna be an amount that like I can't live without because I'm not about to hurt myself like that. So Sydney's popping guys. No, but I'm really not. I live with my parents. I'm pretty broke. You loading out all that. (laughs) But it's because my expenses are low, so it's like I do have a little bit. That's another offline. Who the what is all right? That's uh. But my thing is like. I think it's all about communication when you're That's lending funny. money. It's all about communication. It's all about, I like me being me, it, I'm going to keep telling you that I did not forget and as soon as I get paid, it's coming or as soon as, but like, I'm, that's because I think it's all about communication and for me, I'm not going to get mad if you communicate with me that, look, the money is coming or look, I can't do it this week, I could do half this week. It's all about communication. If you're not communicating with me at all and I see you going off and do stuff, then that's when I have an attitude and I have a problem. I don't think I've ever loaned friends money. But I don't think I've ever been asked. <laughs> Seriously? Mm-hmm. Like, no. Mm. No. I don't think I've ever lend, loaned I think the only time I've given money, I've given money to friends, but it wasn't a loan. Right. It was a, your need. I feel like I've borrowed money from you before, but it wasn't like a significant amount. I don't feel like you have really? I think I have. Then I don't remember. That's what, then it must think, that's what I'm saying. It must I think like it was nothing. like an undergrad, but it wasn't like a lot or anything. But, I think, I feel like it was like one of them times that I was broke. Oh, yes. I know. Now I really remember. I was really broke and I was about to eat canned beef. And you was like, girl, you was not eating canned beef. And, like, you bought me groceries or something like that. Because I was, like, extremely broke. Oh. Um, and then, like, I just paid you back, like, a couple of weeks later or whatever. But you was like, no, I'm not letting you eat that. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah, I, I don't remember that, but that sounds like I was saying, you know. <laughs> that's, that's not going to work. <laughs> um, I think sometimes, I guess for me, is like, like I said, I've given money. To friends who just needed it in a rough patch, but I don't expect it back. Yeah. Um, I gotta really bang with you to do that. Mm-hmm. So I would say you give money, you give it, and you shouldn't expect it back. Yeah. I'm not gonna say all that. Depending <laughs> on the amount, you yeah. need, need that back. Right. But typically, when I have, mm-hmm. it's like they needed it, and it was like, all right, take it. And I don't really need it back. You give it back, I ain't gonna not take it. But if I didn't get any back, I wouldn't have been upset. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of my friends have ever asked me for like a sizable loan from me. Mm-hmm. That's never happened before. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And if I did ask, I don't know. It depends on the person and what's the money for. I got to be honest. Right. Before I would think about like dipping and giving them that much money. Yeah. Um, and it would definitely, like I ain't crazy. If it was an emergency, I'll do it. Yeah. But um, it would definitely depend on the friend because I like my money. But yeah, I think money is just a very touchy subject for people and it's like when you take advantage of people 
and just always borrow money from them, it gets to be annoying. So it's like, it's all about communication. I think when you're borrowing money from anybody, it's about communication. Or at some point, you will be feeling like you're taking advantage of. And phase them out. Mm-hmm. Because that's like with my first boyfriend. Every time we went out to eat, I paid. Every single time. That's because sick. even when we went, we went to a restaurant and on this day, if you had a certain name, you got free food. So they ate for free, but they brought their cousin. And so essentially, I paid for their cousin. Like every time we went out to eat, I had to pay for myself and for them. And it got to the point where it's like, all right, like this is getting to be too much. And then, like, he broke up with me a couple weeks after his birthday. I spent, like, $200 on him for his birthday. And this was in high school. I didn't have, like, this much money to blow. But that was a situation where it was, like, he was literally taking advantage of me and my, you know, my generosity when it comes to money and trying to be understanding of other people's struggles. <laughs> Don't see my face. <laughs> No, 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 and a hell no, <laughs> no. But those are seven more signs that I just think I think it's always trying to just be conscious that you're. It's every relationship is equally beneficial for both parties. I think that's the most important part is that no one's ever being taken advantage of, and even that you don't even feel like you're being taken advantage of, or feel like you're being constantly. Um, down by anybody or anything like that to make sure that you're not in a toxic relationship. And sometimes it takes some self-evaluation to be like, am I good with this? Am I not okay with this? Or even sometimes asking a friend, you know, because sometimes you need an unbiased opinion to help see from the outside in to let you know, girl or man, you in a toxic relationship, you need to get out. I think when a relationship stops being mutually beneficial that's when you start that phase plan and maybe <laughs> that would be my blog topic this week mm-hmm. give you five steps how to phase someone out of your life <laughs> i'm going to challenge myself it's been a long time since i've written anything <laughs> um i and i'm feeling inspired frankly so <laughs> i think we'll do that i think once the relationship stops being mutually beneficial it's time to think about why is this person in my life mm-hmm. i think sometimes we can be jaded by how long we've known a person mm-hmm. and that could be a factor but yeah. that could be a factor to, to continue to feed the toxic relationship yep um, just because you've known someone all your life mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're supposed to be with you all your life that's true and it can be hard mm-hmm. when you have that history and you're like i've known this person for so long but you know what you grow up and mm-hmm. you don't always stay and you don't stay the same mm-hmm. and you can grow apart. Yeah. And sometimes even though it's hurtful, it's for the best for right. both of you. Right. So I just think you have to keep that in mind because a lot of times you can meet someone, um, know them from a year and they like the most supportive friend you've ever had compared to all your other friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just never know. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think shout out to my friend Jasmine. We met, um, at work, mm-hmm. and we're like super close now, mm-hmm. and I haven't known her that long, right? But it just, it was a vibe, and mm-hmm. it was a genuine vibe, mm-hmm. and I consider her a very, very good friend. I haven't known her as long as I've known a lot of my friends, right? So right. it just really depends, and so you shouldn't let the length of time you know someone, and you shouldn't let, um, I know the difference between a mistake and behavior. Oh yeah, yeah. 
you know, and and think about apologies aren't real unless there's some change applied to that. Mm -hmm. So just saying I'm sorry all the time and you keep Mm -hmm. doing the same things. Yeah. That's unhealthy. That's number eight. (laughs) Cause even with to go back to the example before with the pop and the gum thing, if you ask me to stop popping my gum and I do it again, sometimes you know, and like you would know this if it's by mistake, I'd be like, oh my bad, you know. And then sometimes people would just pop it just to be smart. So I think you can tell when people are like doing something by mistake and right. intentionally doing like it. Like when Sydney used to leave the microwave. <laughs> I still do this actually um, at work and at home. <laughs> it really upset me, <laughs> and. There's a moment where I felt like she was doing it out of spite. <laughs> it's not so, even that. It's like my um, OCD. I just want to put that out there. I felt <laughs> I felt she was being disrespectful. I my mother does the same thing, <laughs> and I she did it earlier, and I felt triggered. Yeah. I literally saying, I said, "You're doing what Sydney did. <laughs> You're purposely leaving the microwave." On odd seconds, <laughs> instead of just clearing it out when you're finished, <laughs> I think whoever does that, I think you're disrespectful. <laughs> and I don't care how you feel, I think it's disrespectful to do that. <laughs> and I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you learned a little bit about toxic relationships and how to stay away from them. And use some of these tips for your friendships, relationships, coworkers, anybody. Like, because anybody can bring toxicity to your life. So, as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.